Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, creator and founder of the Move Happy Movement. On this show, I interview people from all around the world, and I also sometimes talk by myself about things that I feel the creator of the universe has put on my heart to share with you. So today, I'm going to actually walk and talk to you, and those of you that are listening right as soon as I release this, or perhaps you listen to this years from now. Um, I'm very grateful to be where I'm at, but I'm not where I want to be and desire to be and know that the Creator is moving me towards. And I wanted to share with you that that's okay if you're in the same space too. So today's topic is all about not having to have it all put together in order to still make a difference in your community. So I'm really excited. I just got off the phone not too long ago. Of course, we were doing the digital phone app to talk in other countries. Uh, This is a veteran that I had on the guest a few months ago. And I think in October of 2021, uh, he actually reached out to me through LinkedIn to invite me to be a, a part of a support group for entrepreneurs of all faiths, of all genders, of all ethnicities that are doing good in the world, that want to do good in the world. I have no idea how he found my page. Maybe someone sent him my way. Um, I do believe that the creator has done a lot of those conversations behind closed doors that I'm super grateful for. Uh, We had an incredible time on the show in October and I never forgot that experience with him. Um, He has since connected me to some other professionals as well. When I've reached out and emailed and whatnot, he's super responsive and, and I'm very grateful. So I had reached out to him because when you build relationships with people, uh, when you are in alignment with your value system, uh, you want to work with those people again anytime you have a chance to. And this year, this year's focus for uh, my nonprofit, Erin Nicole Ministries, uh, which is my heart service to our veterans and first responders um, that uh, was actually inspired through the Creator, uh, told me that I was going to do this <laughs> while in safe housing in approximately December of 2020. I have the journal date and I posted it a while back, but I can't remember the exact date offhand. Um, but you can check my social media and see I had posted a picture of my journal writing in it. Said that you will be starting this nonprofit for veterans and first responders in a way to give of your gifts, to help bring them together, to decrease suicidal ideations, to entertain, and to remind everyone in the world of their value, of their importance, because they're often forgotten about and they definitely do not get paid what they deserve to be paid for putting their lives on the line on a daily basis, and oftentimes uh, putting their relationships at risk with their spouses, with their children, because of the high level of stress that they're constantly under. And I had no idea how I was gonna do it because I didn't have housing. I didn't have any money at the time because I was actually, um, during, during that time in 2020, I was off the grid for a couple of months. My businesses had been digitally attacked uh, from some professional hackers and I was uh, able to be supported from a homeless veteran that took me under his wing when I met him 
in safe housing and I didn't know that he had some friends that didn't like what was happening to me. So they decided to step up and help me. Super grateful for them. So that was my, my heart service launch of the nonprofit Aaron Nicole Ministries as a way to say thank you to them. And I think the Holy Spirit just wanted me, and you might call the Holy Spirit the creator, whatever deity you define your belief system as. I, I choose to believe in the creator of the universe. And I believe that during that journaling time, uh, when I was off the internet and had uh, a lot of time to myself to think, as uh, this gentleman that I spoke to today, if you go back and listen to our podcast interview, I believe I released it on October 25th or thereabout, 2021. Uh, he talks about his time going to be with monks for a while in a monastery and having that time to reflect and be quiet. And I believe this is a similar situation for me. I wasn't in a monastery, but I was certainly uh, healing while processing a home break in, digital technologies being erased before my eyes, emails of cease and desist being erased before my eyes, and a variety of other things that uh, I don't want to speak aloud and, and magnify. Um, but it was an alignment of he's been through this and look where he's at. I have been through this more recently than his experience and he inspired me to keep going. When I heard his story, I'm like, wow, I'm not alone in this. So when I reached out to him earlier this week, um, I had emailed through my uh, Aaron Nicole Ministries email account to keep it separate for legal purposes and just to help me stay a little bit more organized with my three different business entities. I reached out to him because I am looking to fill edutainer positions with the best leaders that I have met, that I have heard from, and that are actually walking the talk and doing good things. And, and if they're a veteran and first responder as well, and or, either or, uh, even better. So... Uh, he immediately responded that he was interested and he wanted to chat. And so we were trying to figure out a time because he's in a different time zone. And uh, unfortunately this week, my iPhone decided to call it quits and was no longer allowing for data. And I'm working 12 to 14 hour days with my new day job. So the time factor was extremely limited um, and having to juggle moving a couple times but we were able to make the time, and I'm grateful he and I chatted today on a Sunday. And he said, absolutely, whatever you need from me, I'm in. So I haven't released it publicly yet, um, but he's going to be sending me his up-to-date bio. And so I'm super freaking excited that you guys get to learn from him um, in addition to Lieutenant Colonel Oakland McCullough, who is our first confirmed edutainer. And um, yeah, so you don't have to have it all put together. Like I'm literally going to need to move one more time because I'm in a temporary housing position right now. Unfortunately, our, uh, my old co-workers, I um, had lived with them last year and their friends own the house and they decided to sell it because the market's really good right now. And they were struggling a little bit financially with, with their income. So they said, we're going to sell it and make some adjustments. Can you all move out in seven days? <laughs> so we didn't quite make the seven-day mark, but we tried our best to move out 
in two weeks. And so that put me in a position where I'm in limbo with housing. So I'm grateful for where I'm at right now, um, but it's not my forever home. It's a temporary spot. I feel like that's a Carrie Underwood song. <laughs> and um, I'm getting ready to looking for housing availability and whatnot for, I'd like a one bedroom. Well, dream, my future dream is our Healing Harmony place. Um, multifaceted, multi-bedroom, kind of an Airbnb spa retreat, gaming retreat, music creation retreat for our veterans and first responders. And they can come and have a spa getaway at, you know, five-star, six-star quality at, at one-star pricing or free if we get enough sponsors to, to donate. And if uh, eventually with our um, once annual event that we'll be building out in the next probably three to four years uh, that will be an opportunity for them to meet our musicians our entertainers our comedians our keynote speakers in person for those that are um, entering the raffle and whatnot that's a that's a long-term vision down the road a few years but these are things that keep me going keep me motivated when uh, my world's a little unstable and if you've ever been through um, housing situation where you're homeless or you are uh, maybe you're getting ready to sell your house and you're having to share a spot for a little bit or you've got a sucky roommate situation where you're just not getting along I know my um, one of my dear friends from college um, we, she was a night owl and I was a morning person it didn't work out for more than six months but we're still friends <laughs> just not didn't make sense for us to live together. So anyways, so you can still pursue your dreams and passions and goals and have epic things going on in your life without having to have it all put together first is what I'm trying to say. So I hope that that inspires something within you to dream big and don't just have these dreams that you think about and you don't write down and you don't take action on, but be intentional. Wake up every day with the plan that you have for the day, and it might not go exactly as planned, but if you're intentional, I guarantee you, if you have five things written down, you'll get two of them done. Um, I had learned a few years ago, I had listened to one of Tony Robbins' videos on YouTube. I think this is a year when I was on my way to the psychiatric hospital, actually. This is just coming to mind. This is a total, by the way, impromptu podcast, so I do not pre-plan when I'm doing my own. I... I lead with whatever the creator of the universe tells me to speak to you. So um, if I'm a little all over the place, it's because I, I haven't organized it. This is my chance to just be myself with you and speak to that person that is listening to the episode. So I'm listening. This is back between, um, I was at the hospital 2016 to 2017, September to September or August, somewhere around there. Anywho, um, and late September, that's right, because my dad passed on October 5th of 2016. So um, the week before that, I was in my training. But I'm driving, I'm driving to work, and I'm, I'm in a grieving space because my father passed unexpectedly. Um, we, we found out that he didn't have pneumonia, that it was cancer, and then seven weeks later, he died. Um, and this was his second bout with cancer 19 years after he had it the first time. So we thought he was cured, but it had come back with a vengeance. So I'm in a, this new position. My divorce had finalized a few months before that. 
and I am grieving. I am driving to and from work. I am driving for Uber and Lyft outside of work because when I first started there, I didn't know that I didn't get paid for a full month. So working 30 days without any money coming in when you're struggling financially is whew, not easy to do. But um, I figured it out. I, I made it work as best I could. And a mentor of mine from my direct sales company that I was a part of, uh, back then it was called Nerium, now it's called Neora, uh, Jenny Thummel texted me a link to one of Tony Robbins' videos. She could sense that I was struggling or one of my other mentors reached out to her to reach out to me. I'm not sure, um, but I do believe that we're both in alignment with what the creator desires for us and, and we both have a sensitivity to depression and mental health. Um, she'll be on the show later on so you'll get to hear her testimony and whatnot. But anyways, I started listening to Tony Robbins. I didn't really know of him before that. I had seen his name around, but I had just gotten my smartphone in 2015. So I was still a one-year-old at this point with smart technologies <laughs> and financially struggling, but I had a sprint plan that was unlimited data. And so I would listen on my way to work and on my way home from work to him, to Joel Osteen, to Joyce Myers, to Les, uh, Les Brown. And it's, there's some videos that are that have multiple speakers on it that awesome people that are good with video editing and audio editing create for free for people. So I encourage you if you're struggling financially and you are struggling with your mindset, that you're going through a tough season or maybe like an incredibly hard time in life, plug it in, like it's free. So I was listening one day to um, Tony Robbins and I forget if it was on the way to work or not, um, but he gave these like five keys steps that you need to do in order to change your life, right? To move forward. And it's all about that, keeping simple steps practical um, because when you're stressed, your mind goes all over the place or it can. It can feel like your world is upside down and it might actually be upside down for you. So not to discredit what you're going through, uh, but you can still take steps in challenging seasons in your life that are practical and this particular video helped to clarify some things for me. And I, I wanted something bigger than my circumstances. I have a big heart for people, and I knew that there was a calling on my heart, but I didn't quite have the clarity of what that was in that moment. I just knew that I wanted to change the world and at that point make sure that my mom was doing okay because she was a recent widow. <clears throat> so... At that point in my life, uh, sometimes we make decisions, we rush into decisions when we're in crisis, when we're in survival mode, and I have a big heart, and I desire to be loved and to give of my love to a life partner, um, but I still wasn't clear on my true value on, uh, in the romantic aspect of my life at this point and I rushed into a relationship where I got engaged way too quickly. So if you've ever been in that kind of a situation where you've done something like that and you realize quickly that it wasn't the right decision, don't, don't judge yourself. I mean, yeah, it might suck that you 
picked the wrong person for a little bit, but try and glean the nuggets of what did you learn from that relationship? Um, how did you add value to that person? And uh, what did you learn from them? What are the lessons that you learned from them? Um, this particular person had a TBI and uh, from a previous car accident when he was younger, and I didn't know that he had rage that uh, came out of him one day. Um, and his memory loss was pretty strong. And I believe he was um, illegally hacking into my technologies and misread some messages because I was around positive, happy people and I was reaching out to men and women through my direct sales business to uh, get customers to increase my income so that I didn't have to rely on his help for our rent so that I could contribute and whatnot. And uh, one day, unfortunately, he accused me of infidelity, and I 100% was at the oil change place and decided to walk home instead of ask him for a ride um, because his daughter was there every other weekend, and I wanted him to have more time with her. And that didn't end well for us, um, but sometimes the sucky things in life, when it's pointed out to you, you learn who people truly are in the hard times. And I learned in that moment that this was not the person that the creator of the universe designed for me, nor I for them, because I wouldn't have triggered him if I was his person. I would not have set him off if I was um, supposed to be with him. At least that's what I believe in my heart and in my mind. But I was financially kind of stuck there for a little bit and just kept plugging away at the hospital, learning people's names, adding value. Uh, my, my colleagues, um, started learning about my degrees and whatnot. And one of the ladies that I worked with, she was super quiet. She would always um, offer nail painting and whatnot to the more introverted patients and little fun crafts and things. And she and I were walking one day and I'm blanking on her name, but I will keep her name private any, even if I did remember, um, just because she was such a quiet person. But she says, Erin, you have a master's degree? You need to look you need to be a psych associate. And I was like, what is that? And she said, it's essentially the same role that we all have, but you're paid at a master's level degree for the degree that you already have instead of the bachelor's level that you entered in on. So people started seeing my value that I worked with or hearing conversations from the patients and wanted to help me. And I'm super grateful for her saying that because then I started looking on the Washington State employee website in between um, classes and group therapies and during we had an afternoon like an hour hour and a half for charting notes and whatnot and anytime I had evening availability I would I would apply for these jobs and one of my other colleagues who actually co-facilitated the Move Happy program with me Sayaka she actually gave me some uh, great resume examples that she had from when she was applying for jobs and like great cover letters and things to write in them to help me prepare for a new promotion within the hospital or within anywhere statewide because um, you can transfer facilities once you get hired um, at a state job and whatnot. So all these people started stepping up to help support me um, because I could not afford to continue working there <laughs> at the income level that they were paying me with, with the uh, debt that I had accrued from the divorce process and lawyer lawyer fees and whatnot so I was trying my best to do my part and I didn't really have a way but uh, the creator started opening ways for me so if you are going through something similar where your financial stress is 
way above what you see humanly possible. Lean in, find ways, as Jim Rohn often says, find more ways to add value because you get paid at the value that you provide, not at your hourly rate. You get paid more, the more value you bring. So I just kept listening to videos like Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins and um, Les Brown and Joyce Myers and all these people on my way to and from work. And one day Sayaka asked me to play one of the videos for our class that we co-facilitated called Mindfulness-Based Cognitive Therapy. And I played a Tony Robbins video off of YouTube. And one in particular patient, a retired U.S. Marine corporate level executive responsible for anywhere from 150 to 200 staff, depending on, you know, hiring, firing, all those things. Uh, he was one of my patients. Um, he was a part of our Move Happy group, but I first met him in the mindfulness group. And he got to hear it. And at first he wasn't that into it. <laughs> but fast forward... Almost a year later, I had developed not one program, Move Happy, not two programs, Performing Arts Therapy and Move Happy, but three programs for group therapy billable to the state of Washington. The final one I think we called Life Transitions. Um, you'd have to check at Washington State level what that was titled and billed build as. Because um, he was a part of the Move Happy group. And we had weekly meetings with our psych team for the wards. And so we chatted with all the different patients and um, need to know information to make sure that we were all communicating on the same, um, same patterns and whatnot and, and able to support the patients from a holistic standpoint from both the treatment mall, which was kind of like going to school, required classes, um, as well as if they worked, if you worked on the ward, which our psychologists did. And one day they started talking about um, trying to get him to fill out his veteran paperwork. And he had a lot of blocks. He had a lot of hesitations, and rightfully so, um, because he knew that he was supposed to get more money than they were allocating for him. And they wanted to sign him off. And they were trying to push him out respectfully because there was a, a long waiting list of other patients that needed the support. And... I know that for a fact because in 2020, when I went through my own thing with needing support from another state and not actually being a resident during the pandemic, um, you can hear about that more on a previous podcast episode, um, but I was actually told from a social worker that I was wasting their resources. Um, so I, I trusted in my intuition what was going on and I decided to design because he was uh, not ready to get out of the hospital. I designed the third group because of, because of my patient. And I worked around it to design something for him because uh, he encouraged me and challenged me to step up my game. And he was a part of the Life Transitions group as well as the Move Happy group when I uh, eventually got engaged and was planning my wedding we had I didn't talk about the wedding at work but everyone saw the ring and my co-worker had Danny <laughs> super positive guy everybody loved him all the staff all the patients because he was just such a positive ball of light and was kind of the dance organizer and party organizer for any time 
we were trying to do something good for, for the staff or patients. And I heard word that he was planning a surprise party for like my engagement and whatnot. Um, but in the background, I'm struggling with the fact that um, I experienced uh, domestic violence in the home and I was not sure if I wanted to marry this person. So I'm hearing, you know, congratulations, we're so excited for you at work. And I, inside my heart, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ready to receive their love because they wanted to celebrate with me, but I was embarrassed that I had chosen the wrong partner. So if you have ever gone through a challenging season where you've had such a high roller coaster of success, perhaps in your workplace or in your home life, but you're struggling in another area of your life that's normal, um, the more energy we put into one area, the less energy we have to put in another area. And I totally own up to my own part in the relationship not working out. We um, actually had gotten some couples therapy and agreed together that we would do a six month trial separation to make sure that we enjoyed each other's company uh, because I had moved in very fast and I'm grateful that he helped me with housing, but um, no one deserves to ever have domestic violence receive it. Um, and there are no excuses in my heart and in my mind, there are no excuses for domestic violence. If you are in a domestic violence right, situation right now and you are listening to this show, I encourage you to call five friends in um, the privacy of either your home or if the, the violence is at your home, go for a walk, make a phone call, get the social support that you need, let them know that you might need their help and create code words or create um, a plan of escape if you need to. I don't know how bad your situation is. You can also call the authorities, but keep in mind that if you're not ready to fully leave the relationship and you call the authorities, then that is going to add more tension to your relationship and potentially put you in even greater danger. So I highly recommend that you pray on it. Call your friends, get that social support, start signing up for exercise classes, maybe self-defense classes, um, create ways to have fun for yourself and if you still want to have your relationship work with your partner invite them say hey what are some fun things that you'd like to do on the weekend maybe we can write these ideas down on a sheet of paper cut all those ideas up into 25 options and put it in a jar and then we randomly pick one each weekend so that we have something fun planned that's low cost or free that we could do together um, to add value to the relationship, to have and create a safe space for, for you um, to build and repair the relationship if that's what you want, if that's what's meant to be. Um, but if you're feeling unsafe in your home, uh, like I felt unsafe, in 2017, um, I actually had a conversation with my boss, Sue, privately and explained to her what was going on um, because my world came crashing down. Um, I had earned a promotion within seven months that no one in 30 years in her professional experience was ever even interviewed for without a license in therapy. I have a master's degree in exercise and sports psychology, but I am not state board certified. Um, I do, however, have on my nonprofit board 
a licensed psychologist. So if you do need help, uh, we can certainly connect you to him. Or if, if his schedule is not available, uh, we can certainly help find you a mental health uh, therapist or, or resource um, in, your, in your local area. Uh, but I digress. Um, I don't know what you're going through right now. But I want you to know that you don't have to have your life all together and perfect because none of us are perfect um, in order to pursue your dreams and passions and goals and make a difference in this world. So flash forward to where we're at here in 2022. I am grateful. I'm incredibly grateful for where I'm at. I... I've had to move three times this year, and I will move a fourth time based on some choices that I made myself, but also some choices outside of my control, and I'm adjusting based on the circumstances. So there's that, and then there's my passion and my area of strength, which some call a genius zone. If you're not familiar with genius zones, You can, of course, Google them, but I'll give you the synopsis while you're listening to the show. Uh, This is basically when you're a child, people pour words of encouragement into you. So think back to your earliest memory of what people told you you were good at. That is your genius zone, something that is effortless, that you do without thinking, where you lose track of time. For me, when I was three years old, (laughs) I remember it so vividly. Uh, For those of you that are like, how old are you? I'm in my 30s. I just uh, hit 36. So uh, 33 years ago, I'm in a Sunday school class. And my Sunday school teacher actually told the story to my mom. And then my mom told me later on in life. But I do remember uh, my mom telling me this story. There were two new girls that joined the Sunday school group. And I didn't want them to feel excluded because I can feel one of my gifts is um, emotional regulation and emotional consciousness. Um, I can sense people's emotions and I can sense when they're anxious. I can sense when they're depressed. Um, I can I can sense a whole lot of things. Um, and I wanted them to feel included. <laughs> so I grabbed their hands and I said, come on, this way. And I brought them to the circle. but. I um, actually didn't communicate verbally. I said it with my body language because uh, that was the start of the year that I was being abused sexually, physically, and random violence. Um, for It went on for two more years from a family member um, at random times. And that that is who I was designed to be before the abuse happened and who I still am and what is a strong part of my identity. So... I have decided since I, so I purchased this, this uh, class, this, this boot camp course. It's like lifetime access through this uh, wonderful lady out of Australia, Denise Duffold Thomas. I signed up for her course on mindset right before I moved across the country to help a family member. This was in 2018. And one of the activities for us was to slow down and think about who we really are and what we were designed to do. And that's where I heard about 
areas of genius and leaning into your strengths for the first time. So I'm doing this activity. I'm getting clarity on who I am and what I'm supposed to do in order to create the foundation for my first business, Move Happy, which at that time I called a different business name, Affirm Queen. So I started with that. Leaning into my strengths, I bring people together. I am really good at it. It is effortless for me. It is fun for me, uh, but it's also something that I learned in 2020 if I'm not careful with the kinds of people that I bring together, it can actually harm me, harm my network, and put me in danger. So nobody is perfect. I am grateful for those that stepped up to help me. Um, but I, I say that humbly, that I am very good at bringing people together because that is who I was designed to be. Um, I'm also very good at singing. And I have grown into this, it's incredible, this songwriting gift. Um, I did write a little bit when I was little, but I chose career paths that were not music related at all um, through my studies in college and uh, the first year of my graduate school. And so um, I, when, I, when I decided to lean into my strengths, bringing people together and entertaining through my nonprofit, Air Nicole Ministries in 2021, I learned quickly that people desire to help when you're clear and intentional about your goals and when you are actually focused, laser focused on your areas of strength and either hire or get volunteers to help you with your weaknesses. I, for example, last year I had, um, I started the first concert, I was still transitioning out of the um, out of the safe housing. So I was in a temporary spot at an Airbnb for a couple months and launched the first concert series with the keynote speaker, Bill Dolan, who is one of my mentors that I met through LinkedIn in 2019. And uh, he's got to work with former President Obama, I believe Clinton, um, Maroon 5, Gwen Stefani, <laughs> Tori Kelly, Kirk Franklin, all these big names. He's a big TV production and online event coordinator, and he's just got a heart of gold, and he said, Aaron, I love what you're doing. I'm the son of a veteran. Uh, yes, I would love to speak at your event. Um, so even though I was, uh, again, where I'm at right now, unstable housing, I was still able to do something epic through the network that I had built out and through the grace and kindness of people that I had only met a couple years prior. Towards the end of 2021, I had two concerts in December that wrapped up 11 concerts for the year with a husband and wife duo that was our first husband and wife duo to do keynote speaking, a judge out of Washington State and her husband, high-level executive out of Costco. Um, they are now friends of mine. Um, I met them when I was singing at a restaurant in Washington State, and we've stayed connected through the power of social media on Facebook. I met them in 2016, I believe it was around April, uh, when I had, through the direct sales company, I met a connection, and she happened to work at this restaurant on this island that you had to take a ferry to get to. The details were so orchestrated, how would I be able to connect with these people and that they would be deciding to have their date night that evening. Um, but we stayed connected and they got to see me as a person through the years and trusted in me and have a lot of in, in alignment values that I have. 
And when I reached out to Kara, I said, I would love for you guys to speak on the power of family and marriage to wrap up this year's experiences for our veterans and first responders because a lot of them are struggling if they've got you know an active duty soldier overseas uh, or they're transitioning back with a soldier that has seen so much death destruction and violence and is trying to process and get good sleep and be there for their family and is having flashbacks and whatnot to just encourage them and inspire them and then we were going to sing some some fun music and whatnot and I I'm so grateful through this private prayer group on LinkedIn that some people sent some people and we were able to have a presidential candidate of the United States in attendance and both parties are welcome. And if you're neutral, you're welcome. Anyone is welcome as long as you're a good human being and you don't want to hurt anyone. Um, (laughs) Homelessness to presidential candidate in less than... 12 months. Our first concert was in February over Valentine's weekend. So in 10 months, 100 volunteers stepped up in 26 countries that I'm aware of to help me launch my nonprofit without really any capital. I had a few hundred dollars donated. Um, But other than that, it was just of my own knowing and hard work and leaning into my strengths. This year, I decided to lean more into what does the creator really desire and design for me to do that's not going to cause burnout for me so that I can keep moving towards my goals and aspirations and dreams and also follow um, the creator's path for me. So a part of Move Happy, um, we started with three pillars and we've added the fourth one because these are the pillars of who I am. And uh, this year we've decided to um, kind of join forces, move Happy's pillars with um, Air Nicole Ministries in a musical medical conference that we're designing. Um, and it's also uh, the preparation data collection to design the first ever global entertainment therapy. We had the first successful one. It's called Real Entertainment Therapy Experience. We had the first one in February with keynote speaker Future Kane, who is a Forbes and New York Times featured professional. She's also in charge of all of, basically all of the analytical responsibilities, um, data orchestration. She wears multiple hats for the state of Wisconsin. um, And she is actually extremely good at research design and making sure that people feel comfortable and safe with their private information being collected. Um, And so she's hopefully, uh, if we get some good sponsors to pay her value, I'm gonna help me with upgrading our designed survey based on the feedback this next round. Um, So as with any project, as with any creation, you have your R&D or your research and design. You have your creative kind of ideas Um, I want to say process or stage, um, you have the action stage. Um, My personality is to take action and modify as you go because there are so many people in this world that are struggling with depression. It is the most expensive condition in the world and the least financially supported um, in the workplace. If you just Google uh, what is the... 
uh, cost factor um, of workplaces, how much, how much productivity is lost in the workplace because of lack of resources for people with depression and anxiety. You will see 2019 data. I'm not sure if they've released data after that, um, but at least $1 trillion of productivity is lost on an annual basis in the workplace alone. That's not including um, how much costs are involved in the pharmaceuticals, um, the negative side effects of some pharmaceuticals in relationships for, uh, if you're with kids, you might wanna pause this for a little bit until you listen and then <laughs> approve it, but some of those medications they don't really advertise um, to help with depression. They don't talk about this unless you do your research. Uh, but for men, they can often cause impotence. And that is huge. If you're in a relationship and that's important for your partner and for you, that's a huge, like, okay, so am I going to help with my mental health or am I going to have a healthy sexual uh, partnership? I can't have both. So um, definitely not against pharmaceuticals at all. I have taken over the course of the years, um, different uh, medications to help me in certain seasons of life with my anxiety or lack of sleep, things of that nature. Um, but we wanted to add value to the space through alternative methods. So what we have designed and are still designing, right, because we are in the create space, we're actively launching the second version, August 18th, of the Real Entertainment Therapy Experience but we're not done with it, right? It's not like, here is this therapy, right? It takes time to develop therapies. Um, if you've ever heard of mindfulness cognitive behavioral therapy, which I talked about earlier in this episode, uh, it was originally coined by Dr. Kabat-Zinn at his university. He spent about 30 years teaching a 40 minute, I believe it was a five day a week, eight week course. And based on that, then he developed the official longitudinal data based on all of the testimonials of the success in the variety of domains and professional fields that it was able to help. So this is just a one year getting started experience. Um, but what I realized another area of my genius is entertaining uh, because of the family genetic line um, goes all the way back in my history to my great great grandfather being a farm doctor and having I think nine children. We can double check my mom's um, memoir from my grandmother on her side uh, but he had many many children and they each played different instruments and he required them every evening when he would come home to play and perform and that was their family time so music has been instilled in my family for generations for at least four and if we continue looking back I believe that I'm probably connected to King David because he was super musically inclined and I wouldn't doubt it um, I don't have those those genetic history skills, but anyone that's interested in that research, get back to me and let me know. <laughs> um, but as far as performing, the positive mental health effects on the performer's perspective and also the positive mental health effects from the audience perspective, because when you get some form of entertainment, whether you're watching Netflix, whether you're going to a concert, whether you're going to BMX racing, uh, if you're seeing a comedy show, there's entertainment all around us. Um, if you go to, to Dollywood, if you go to Disneyland, right, for kids, families too, but the intention is for kids, right? Entertainment is all around us. 
It is a big industry space. It is a big revenue generating space. And no one has designed an entertainment therapy yet to measure the quantifiable and qualifiable factors on our mental health. If we struggle with any sort of mental illness, whether it be depression, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, um, addictive personality, multiple personalities, uh, the list goes on and on. There isn't, there isn't an entertainment therapy yet. So that's, that's what this thing is. And we want everyone to be able to be a part of it. So the data is ongoing and it's an open space data platform. I do have one volunteer, Robbie, who has helped to design it. And once we get the funding in from sponsors, um, you can reach out to Future Kane directly on LinkedIn and ask her what her rate is, or you can, well, I would find out her rate first and then um, you can either give her the money directly or if you'd like a tax write-off, you can uh, first donate it to uh, Air Nicole Ministries. And then at that point, um, just keep in mind that there are certain bank fees. I believe they're different from bank to bank, um, but just allocate a little bit more for the transfer from, from Air Nicole Ministries to her. And that way you have something trackable that we can print off and send to you um, at the end of the fiscal year and whatnot um, through my accountant that I'm going to hire soon. And we'll be processing the ongoing data, up-leveling the survey based on our own reflections and based on audience and performers' perspective of how are we going to improve in the treatment of people and patients with depression, specifically for our veteran and first responder populations. So this is an ongoing fun project. We're doing six month follow-up after each experience, a one year follow-up as well as a seven year longitudinal follow-up. So we'll have a variety of white papers released at the appropriate time throughout the process. And uh, just make sure if you do wanna be a part of it, uh, you can ping us on social media or shoot an email over to team, T-E-A-M, dot Ministries at outlook.com. And just let us know, hey, please add, please add me to the wait list. Uh, and we'll, we'll add you to the email invitation or just stay following social media and look for the post once we, once we release the, the next version of the survey. Uh, it's fun for me because it's something that is scientific-based, but it's also something that is creative-based. It's a combination of the two because I'm a super creative person, and so I get to design something along with many, many volunteers that I imagine will be sharing and promoting it around the world. Um, and we, together, will be developing the first entertainment therapy to help all people, but first we're gonna focus on the most sensitive populations. So for those of you that are not aware, our veterans and our first responders are 10 times more likely to contemplate suicide or actually complete the deed. When I saw the stats on that, I was aware, right? You know, you hear the 22 a day and the push-up campaigns and, and things of that nature, but when you're so distant from it, uh, it's not as connected in your mind. Um, However, one of the other things that happened, I'm gonna take a sip real quick. One of the other pretty evil things that happened 
when I was off the grid in 2020, I had a fake minister that pretended to befriend me and wanted to help volunteer and support me uh, writing a song together. And that part was fun. Uh, but when I was off the grid, decided to try and take the song rights away 100% and also went privately and told my close circle of uh, employees or, or contract employees that I had as well as my close circle of my network and tried to damage my character by saying that I was suicidal. Um, if you haven't been listening to the show, I was not suicidal in 2020. I have been and I have posted publicly about that uh, and my first struggle with it was at 14 years old and I had another struggle um, before I got married to my first husband. And I'm open about that, I'm transparent about that. Um, however, in 2018, right before I moved across the country, I had my day of disgust. I had a birth control implant that was in my bicep. I highly recommend if you have any form level of depression that you do not get any injectables in your body because um, the Research isn't out there, uh, but I am a mental health advocate and depression advocate uh, because I struggle and have overcome uh, the, the suicidal ideations and whatnot. Uh, but that was my day of disgust where I literally had mind control within my own body um, and called the suicide hotline. I have already shared this on the show, but I'm, sh I'm sharing it again because... I'm not ashamed of what was in my past and the thought patterns. And when you change someone's hormonal regulations, it's like messing with their mind. It literally is. And you are not weak. If you're going through that right now, if you're listening to the show and you're like, oh my gosh, I've been struggling, like talk to your doctor about it, be honest about it and get it out of your body immediately. I had to actually be insistent about it. And the nurse that took it out told me that it was my fault and that I had already had those thoughts in my mind. And sadly, I'm a happy, joyful person, and I had built a level of resilience. I had built a level of protection over my mind, uh, but in that moment, I needed help. So if you are struggling and you're needing help mentally, reach out to someone for help. Call the hotline if you need to. Call a friend, sing some music, um, maybe take a day off of work if you need to. Do whatever it is that you feel is going to make you better in your heart in your spirit, in your mind, because suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. I am so grateful for my angel, Michael, that I spoke to on the phone in 2018. He pulled me off the ledge and we started talking about my Move Happy business at that time because I had had so much growth and trajectory over the course of that year working at the psychiatric hospital and I loved the, the staff. I had earned this big promotion that my boss said no one in 30 years would have ever been interviewed for, and I earned it. I didn't only get interviewed, but I actually earned it compared to 17 other people. And it was down to another lady and I, and she had her license in therapy but no experience, and I had added value in the hospital because I would gotten really fast at my job and started doing one-on-one -on -one therapy and holistic alternative methods through my own design under the direction of Dr. Hill because he believed in me and he's actually my board member for my nonprofit now. And moving forward with that, you do not have to have your life put together and you are not weak if you're struggling with mental illness.
Um, you do have to be aware of those that you keep close to you, though. And I learned that, sadly, in 2020 of betrayal. Um, and I've made some huge shifts in how I operate business, how I operate my personal life, and what I share online. I don't think that uh, this person is bad all over, but I do believe that this person was hurting financially. They were accustomed to a certain lifestyle and their rich husband um, wasn't getting any money coming in or wasn't as high of an amount coming in um, because they told me that all of their projects overseas were locked up during that time when the presidential um, changeover from, from Trump to Biden was going on. All of their projects were locked up. So I do believe that that was why she decided to steal or try to steal. And I had some incredible veterans and first responders that I never met, um, protected my business technologies from getting disrupted. And she still has 50% rights to the song we wrote together because I felt that that was the right thing to do. Um, however, if that song is ever released, um, people will know who she is. So it's up to her if she wants to own up to that and use it and have that money from that. Um, or just take it as a wash um, for disrespecting a child of the Most High God. You don't have to have your life together in order to make a difference in this world. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to pick the right people in your circle. You can still get over <laughs> incredibly challenging circumstances that I never imagined. You can too. Um, just keep the faith and be intentional with your daily walk and ask the creator or ask the divine whatever it is that you uh, believe that is greater than you and greater than this world ask what it is that you were designed to do so ask questions like how can I be of service what are some ways that I can add value to my coworkers today in your morning prayer time or in your morning meditation time before you go to that job that you hate. Because I guarantee you, if you say things like that and you ask questions like that, um, as Tony Robbins trains in his NLP, um, Neuralistic, um, I think it's Practitioner, I forget what the P stands for, but programming, there it is. Uh, the more intentional we are with the types of questions we ask, our computer, which is our brain, will design and manufacture a reaction, a response that we ask. So if you ask, why am I still not losing weight? I've been at this for months now. Uh, you're probably gonna stay that same weight or maybe even gain some weight. If you ask, wow, how did my body ever look this good? How did, how did I get so lucky to feel so sexy in my physical body? Maybe not if you're a child. I probably wouldn't use that language because you don't need to be sexy if you're a minor. Um, but, uh, I'm just using those as examples to mostly because someone actually said that to me the other day and I was like, okay, you're an officer of the military. You should have more confidence in this, but that's a story for another day. Um, you don't have to have everything put together. You don't have to have all the answers to still be able to do incredible outstanding things. So where we're at right now, just to share and inspire with you and if you'd like to take part, um, the second version 2.0 version of the real entertainment therapy experience is going to be released 
uh, live. You can participate in it live online through Zoom. August 18th, uh, still time pending. I need to make a phone call to one of my top leaders that was interested in February's event, uh, but the timing just didn't align with his busy schedule. Uh, so keep a lookout on posts on social media. You can follow us um, for all Move Happy related things on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. The little at handle, The Real Move Happy, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y. Twitter, we are at Move Happy Team, M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y-T-E-A-M. On LinkedIn, you can look for the post from my professional page, Erin Nicole, CEO and founder of Erin Nicole Ministries, Move Happy, Erin Nicole Media, and recently added a couple weeks ago, uh, HVAC, residential uh, representative for a very cool company. Um, They may be a part of it. I can't make guarantees for their schedule, their availability, but let's just say I did chat with the chief human resources officer and she's made some forwards of emails and whatnot. So very excited for even her taking the time to hit the forward button. And yeah, you might get to meet some real people from real life from what I'm doing to continue paying for my bills so I can continue working on my dream. And uh, we've got confirmed Lieutenant Colonel Oakland McCullough. He is our first edutainer that's confirmed. The gentleman that I spoke to today, I'll be releasing that information in a couple days once I get his bio sent from him. Super excited about that. And uh, we've got number one gospel album of the year, 2014 Bradley Clark. He's already, he and I chatted a few months ago when we were trying to orchestrate the maze event, but we had to postpone that to August. He's going to allow us to use his original music a part of it, and I'm hoping he'll be able to be live for the experience as well so you can meet him, an incredible human being, Um, a personal friend of mine and also professional musician that got to perform for a previous Super Bowl. He's going to share some of his original music as well. His wife's going through cancer treatment right now, and they do have kiddos at the house. So he may or may not be as available for the whole event, but he will more than likely do a pop-in. That way you can meet him and make some quality connections. He's in the financial planning space, so if you are looking for uh, someone to help you with that, I would highly recommend you show up to meet and connect with a highly professional musician and a business professional as well uh, because Lord knows how much it costs to do cancer treatment and wouldn't that be amazing if we can help them cover their bills um, because he is doing and offering his added value of musical talent to this experience. Uh, We've also got a really excited, um, of course I'm excited for it all, but it's just, it's fun for me. This is so, I get so much joy out of this experience, just the planning, the process, the preparation. Um, if you ever listen to Gary Vaynerchuk or Gary V, he loves building businesses. He's got tons of them and he loves helping entrepreneurs and gives a lot of content away for free. And that's how I learned a lot of my social media growth um, through just following his content, taking his advice, listening to it um, and um, connecting to his inner circle and whatnot. And uh, one of the things that he's consistently talked about is take action, work. (laughs) You gotta work, you gotta put in more hours if you wanna see results. 
And that's what I have been doing. Um, working with this new day job, 12 to 14 hour days, I am limited with the availability that I have on social media. So I'm being extremely intentional with how I release my space and my energy and my time to people. So if I don't respond to you right away via a DM, don't take it personally that I'm not interested in connecting with you. Um, it's just reality that my time is extremely limited right now and I'm also gonna be moving in a couple weeks. So um, thank you in advance for your grace, your patience, but one of our other guest uh, musicians, potentially for, I have to map out the timeline of the event. Um, he might not be a part of the August one, but he's definitely gonna be a part of the December one, if not, if not um, August. But he's actually based out of Europe and he's written over a hundred songs, I wanna say, variety of instruments. So he reached out to me. Um, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. So little sneak peeks, things to excite you and hopefully interest you in wanting to be a part of this experience. Um, if you've ever been in college or graduate school and you've ever been a part of your friend's studies where they were like, hey, come on, you pulled a little piece of paper, they give you a $20 thank you for your time and then they put all these random stickers on you and do weird tests on you. Uh, this is kind of like that, but our goal is to make it more real life, make it more fun, and change the world as well. So I'm a big visionary, I'm a big dreamer, and I'm also a, um, a musical entertainer. So since, since October of 2020, in addition to all the other things that I've developed, I've also written 40 songs. They're not all done, but many of them came through. The creator of the universe released these songs, these creations through me. Eight of them were when I was off the grid because I was offline and whatnot. Um, and they continued to be released at different times when I would be intentional about taking walks in the woods. Um, or I woke up the other day from a nap and this one is like the newest one that I've been working on. Um, it's actually for a man to sing. That's the first I've ever had a creative song. It's a country song, never written a country song in my life. So I'm telling you, like the creator is definitely stretching me and growing me. Um, and it's a song about body image and helping. The idea of it is to help partner or spouse, whoever's singing the song to their wife, to their girlfriend, that's struggling with her body image basically to help her feel loved and appreciated and to not worry about what she looks like because she's number one fine on the list. So uh, <laughs> I, um, it's fun for me to create and I already have a person in mind to sing it, but we'll see, it's not done yet. So we'll see, it might be, it might be part of a song that we share as a part of the experience. One other aspect of this whole experience is it's gonna be recorded, so you have a keepsake. Um, and I say keepsake loosely. Uh, the intention is for us to record it, translate it into a digital NFT, and put on the cryptocurrency space for those that have big pocketbooks to have ownership in this creative experience and uh, at least for the first one, all participants 
that participated in it in February will be gifted a thank you and the government of the United States will be given their appropriate taxes once, once I can figure out and or get some volunteers to help me um, reach out to NFT websites. Um, because right now I'm still I'm still stuck on they don't like my nonprofit banking information. The number number of digits required is not being recognized. So apparently no other nonprofits are doing this yet. So I'm excited to be the first. So once we get over that hurdle, uh, we'll be uploading it onto the premier and exclusive NFT website that will be offering these recordable experiences, audio, vi video. Um, so just keep that in mind. If you do want to be a part of this, that you will be recorded. And a part of the survey, we actually, you, you are required to answer and give us permissions because that makes sure that we're legally protected, you're legally protected. Um, and if you have any children involved in the experience, um, it is a sensitive topic, right? Mental health, suicide um, awareness and whatnot. Just ask that you would have conversations in your home first with your children, and we're not going to tell you how to parent. Um, you decide if you feel comfortable with your child um, hearing about it. Um, I believe that knowledge is power, and I will say that I had my first bout at 14 years old because there was a there was an attempt uh, and actually completion of an eighth grader. I was ninth grader. Um, and I, I had to sing at his funeral. So you might not want your kids to think about it or talk about it, but um, it still is going on and it's still reality. So um, pray amongst it with your family members. Uh, decide what works best for your family. And if you would prefer to get a babysitter to watch your kiddos for the evening so that you can be a little bit more focused in the experience, totally fine. If you would prefer to um, have your kids a part of it too, um, just let us know when you are filling out the survey. That way we can communicate how many kids are involved and age approximately um, so that we can at least let the speakers know um, because <laughs> and this is like me being completely humble and mistakes are made in business and life because we're humans and we're fallible. Um, I asked my mentors, the judge and high-level executive from Costco to speak on the power of marriage. I did not tell them children would be involved. I had posted about it on all social media platforms, but I did not tell them specifically in an email or phone call. And so they talked about what happens in marriage and you can put two and two together. Um, and there was a preteen uh, with her parents and I was a little embarrassed that I didn't have that conversation specifically because I wanted, I wanted the power of marriage to be discussed, uh, but I didn't think about all the things that it would actually conspire. So that's a learning lesson for me and asking people and being open to whatever it is that they come up with for the topic. Um, so now I'm learning through the process of orchestrating large events with um, pretty impressive eyes and ears on the events. Uh, I don't want to set you up in your family for awkward conversations. We'll just put it that way. So uh, 
Um, with that said, I'm pretty much wrapped up with this um, impromptu, totally impromptu talk on the topic that you don't have to have it all put together, but you can still pursue your dreams, your passions, your goals. And uh, last but not least, I don't think I mentioned it, but I will be singing original music at the, the event August 18th. So if you have heard my music or you haven't and you're curious, um, I will be releasing some originals. Every single performer will be having pre-recorded music released through, we're doing it through YouTube Unlisted Videos and they're sharing it with me because uh, YouTube has upgraded their rules. And I learned as, as far as the copyright infringement, even if you're doing a nonprofit service and you're not taking a salary, that if the original artist, um, they have 30 days to contest that you used their content without permission, even if you give them um, verbal accolades and you say that you didn't write the song, um, they can actually erase 100% of your content. So if you are a YouTuber, if you repurpose other people's content, just be aware. Um, they are trying their best to protect the original creators um, because there's a lot of people that are stealing other people's ideas and then posting it as their own. I know firsthand my um, brother had that happen to him. He is a big musician online, goes by Jay Rice. Someone tried to impersonate his music and say that he released it to get girlfriends. And um, so it happens. It's not okay, uh, but it's easier to tear down a building than it is to build one up. So with that being said, um, I let all of our musical artists know that it has to be their own original music, that they have to give us permission in writing to use their music because I don't want my entire Move Happy Movement vlog, which is where I'm uploading the videos to, to have any copyright infringement. And then unfortunately that would delete all of my other videos, not just that one day's event. So we're all learning um, how to be professional, how to keep things legal and how to do things with excellence with a lot of different technology platforms involved. So I'm super grateful for all of the people that have created these platforms because I still do not identify myself as technically inclined, though I am learning swiftly what to do and what not to do. So I'm really excited if you're listening to this. I'm really grateful for you. I'm extremely grateful that you took the time to listen to my show. If you go onto listennotes.com, they are the platform that releases uh, the rankings for all podcasts in the world. I didn't know that until a few months ago uh, when a company reached out to me to ask me to coach on their platform and they would pay me in gift cards. I politely declined because uh, gift cards is a little questionable payments, um, <laughs> but I'm grateful that they let me know how they heard about my, my channel. There, um, as of a few months ago, I looked the 2.78 million and some change podcast shows. So Move Happy Movement podcast is one of that 2.78 million. Um, I am ranked because of you and because of the guests that I have on this show and because of the social media community um, that the creator has allowed me to be an influencer on. And you, you guys have helped us rank in the top 10% of all podcasts in the world. I'm, I'm still blown away because my downloads are 
not that great, <laughs> not terrible, um, but you hear conversations in, in, the, in the podcast space and it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm, I'm grateful. I think part of it is because we have not had advertisers on the show and a huge part I believe is because the creator of the universe has uh, favor for me and for everyone that I talk to and that I influence. So thank you for being a part of this and thank you in advance for sharing the show if I added any value to you today. So the way you can help support the show and keep it going, a couple of ways you can share on social media and tag us. Uh, we are doing a listening room experience competition, which is a essentially a private concert experience for super fans that have consistently shown up, shared, tagged, and kept my attention, done iTunes reviews, um, uh, as well as our, our team uh, volunteer, Robbie, um, and anyone that I in the future will be hiring, either contract or W2, um, those that are keeping our eyes and ears attention. If you are, if you are helping grow this brand and helping me with my mission to ultimately empowering the world, especially those with depression, to find happiness from within and to end global suicide, I want to give my gifts and my time to you. So that's one way is to share the show, take a screenshot, maybe write a couple sentences, tag us and put it on social media. Another way is if you feel so financially inclined, you've got a little extra money in your bank account and you're feeling led to give, you can do so at erinnicoleministries.org. That's E-R-I-N-N-I-C-O-L-E. And then ministries is M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S dot O-R-G. You can donate any amount, um, but just a heads up for the next experience, August 18th. Um, we've got 200,000 potentially people, um, maybe more. That's just three people that I've reached out to um, because the people that I reach out to have large networks or large customer base. And if they do send one email invitation, we've got 200,000 people that will receive it. I am blown away, <laughs> blown away. Um, I do not expect all 100% of, of that number to show up to the event, right? Because we all have lives. But even if just 1% showed up that's 2000 plus and ongoing because we're going to continue to promote this until the day of the event and it's a free event too so uh, when i talked to uh, zoom the last time orchestrating the february event uh, they let me know that the highest tier option for digital seats if you will think arena but digital um, is 10,000 seats digital licenses, digital seats, and up. So anything over 10,000 is fine, it will work, um, but it was approximately the last time I talked to them, I think it was in January, it's about $8,000. Um, that does not include uh, their technical support on the back end, which I would also want to have their top level technicians helping with this event because they know the platform best. Not sure what that price is, but at least $8,000 would help us to open it up to um, an unlimited number of guests that are interested in showing up for this experience and being a part of it. 
So you can donate any amount, but just keep in mind that that is a cost factor. Uh, other cost factors is far as goals and whatnot, would love to, if you work at a university, if you volunteer at a university, or if you know someone that works at one or college, um, would love to have a premier university or college in the United States, could be anywhere in the United States, um, be the sponsored university of the event and donate your auditorium so that we can have a live audience experience. Now that, I, my goal is for that one to be in December. Um, if you want to donate the space physically for August event, that's fine. Um, I'm still going to try my best to contain it just because we only have one month till showtime in a couple days. So I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself for that. However, if you work at a university or you have a friend that does and you're like, I can definitely get you hooked up for this, um, reach out. You can shoot an email um, or you can DM on any social media platform and let us know that you'd like to, to help out with that. My priority in time is for August 18th event. So if you have plans and preparation to help us with December's event, um, if you just don't mind and just put a pause on reaching out um, because my time available is a little bit limited right now. Not a little bit, is extremely limited. So I have to be laser focused and prioritize August event. Although it's fun for me to orchestrate. Uh, if I didn't have to have a day job, I would be completely laser focused, but that's where I'm at in life. So I'm being grateful for where I'm at. So you can share on social media or you can donate any amount to Erin Nicole Ministries. And we'll make sure that those funds get allocated appropriately to help with the focus of the 2.0 version of the real entertainment therapy experience. Um, other cost factor, I'm not sure, is um, I mentioned it earlier on the show, is to reach out to Future Kane if you'd like to help with the research design process. If you would like to help collaborate with her, that's one option. And if you would like to donate to help um, pay for her time and whatnot, uh, she'll be reviewing and helping with the design process to make sure that anyone that feels like the questions are um, invading their emotional well-being and privacy, right? Because we're talking about a very sensitive topic, depression, mental health, whatnot. I want to make sure that people feel safe to respond honestly and also that our technologies are safe from anyone that would try and hack into or anything of that nature. So it would look uh, very much like you're doing the design process, assuming that everything is solid on the cybersecurity end and a secondary purchase. Um, I would love to hire Graydon McKee's team uh, because he's the director of IT for a company of at least 1,300 employees and he actually did a complimentary scan of my system and I want to pay it forward to him and his organization for all of the work that he had done for free for me. So we want to have the best technology protections for this event to protect you and your information and also to protect um, us during the experience just like you would have uh, you would have security detail for concerts right you have private security for those super fans that go a little bit off the deep end and want to like you know kill Whitney Houston and bodyguard things of that nature so we want to make sure that digital technologies are protected and safe and that there are no 
persons that are invited to this event that should not be there, put it that way. I'm gonna protect, only love and light is welcome, and darkness and evil is not welcome to this event. So we need to have those people that are trained in those specialties to be a part of it. I don't know the pricing for Graydon, so if you wanna reach out to him on LinkedIn or Instagram, you can reach out to him and ask what it is. And don't tell him why, <laughs> if he's not listening to the show, hopefully he's not listening. Um, and then uh, and then you can donate that appropriate allocation and let, like ping me on social media and say, hey, donated this, I wanna pay for this part of the experience. And I'll make sure to get you that receipt for your tax records and whatnot. Um, and then I'll reach out to Graydon and ask him if he's available. If he's not, I'm going first to him. There's tons of cybersecurity companies out there, uh, but he just happened to be in a close enough proximity to where I was located geographically when I had a home break-in in 2020 and my digital technologies were hacked. So I want to pay it forward and give him, give him some gratitude for that. He also is one of the OGs of Apple and Microsoft, one of the five original cybersecurity professionals that built out the team for a trillion dollar company. So pretty badass that um, I got help from him. That's, that's the creator of the universe. That's the superpower, supernatural power of that. So uh, those are the ways that you can help and also uh, pray and be intentional about the event that we would continue to grow out the invite list, that we would also uh, continue to keep the focus on what it is that is our intention because life can often pull us in many directions and the purpose of these experiences ultimately is to improve in the treatment of people and patients with depression through entertainment therapy and we're developing what that looks like for our most sensitive populations in the world. Thank you again for listening to this longer episode that was completely impromptu. I'm praying for you. I'm grateful for you. And wherever you're at, whatever time zone you're at in the world, um, I do love you. As what I believe the Creator's Son is Jesus Christ, I believe in, in His love, conquering all barriers whether you lean towards believing in Gandhi or the late Martin Luther King, we all have to step up and take our part and do our part and take action to make in our world a better place. So thank you for joining me on this journey. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. See you next week.